an attempt to see what it sounds like without the announcer. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're going to talk about from the trenches and all the work that we've done. We, we look good. Well, that you did. We look good. Well, of course, that's always. Uh, how are we doing audio-wise? Do, do we know? Still crap. Still up. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, we have two options. We can continue the program uh, as if we're coming through a tandy speaker. It's rather fitting. It's just a Monday, isn't it? It is rather <laughs> fitting. But at this point, I don't know if this is a sysadmin thing or if this is this is a, 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 a an audio. Well, it could be a sysadmin thing because if the sound card is messed up internally, and I don't know that that thing is using an audio sound is. card. I think it's using something that's inside. Yeah. And, and no amount of fussing that with the soundboard is going to help you. I'm, I'm telling you now. I'm telling you it's, 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 it's at the computer. I'm telling you. I know it's at the computer. Um, yeah. It's the sound. It's, it's, well, the compressor we can see looks fine. Yep. And what comes back in to the compressor is just fine. Uh, we have video and audio for Moonbase Apaches, which <laughs> should ask you about it. It's an amazing, it's an, it's a, that's an amazing amount of distortion. Wow. Is there a cable? Did somebody jiggle the cable? Jiggle the cable. Jiggle the cable. There's got to be a cable to jiggle. Hey, the, okay, we know it's trouble when I'm getting up. <sighs> oh, hang on, hang on. This is this is brilliant show. <laughs> it's not helping. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Ah, I think we found the the root of the problem. Uh, apparently, somebody in uh, in the in, in the process may have updated this box. So I wonder if we don't happen to have some bad drivers. Unfortunately, no, Mr. Gray, we do not need to smack the realistic amp in the site. So we've got two options, and we're going to bring it out to our crew. The people on the stream, can, can, can we deal with the, the audio as it is? Um, no amount of fussing with the audio board is going to help you. I guarantee you it is not that, because I can hear everything that goes out to the compressor and what comes into the compressor, and that's all fine. It's on the box. So we can either continue to work on the show, or we will put off the show and come back after we somewhat repaired the audio problems. Uh, anyone? Anyone? Alright, everybody says they can deal with it. Mr. Gray's getting on a plane in 20 minutes. Put your... Gosh! These people! <laughs> I'm, on my screen? My head's cut off. Uh, fantastic. All right. All right. Everybody's good. We're going for it. We're going for it. So happy to have This is live shows. I this is this. what happens when you this go live, and you go live on Twitch. Mm -hmm. um, and somebody's going to go on a rampage, but yeah, there's no rampage worth going on. You never it's, know. It's really just an audio problem. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bitten says it. Uh, I, I can deal with it even if it's annoying. Uh, so, Susan uh, uh, Mende. A big, a big happy sysadmin day to all the sysadmins, whether you're, you're doing the networking thing or if you're just making sure the giggies are appropriately gigging about, um, or you're launching spacecraft or just trying to keep, or if you're fixing in accounting to be able to print email, or if you're fixing sound card issues with streaming devices, it all is I'm not the one, I'm not the one who had his staff in here updating the machine. So I would say from, from the trenches work, kind of in tune with sysadmin day. Yeah, did you uh, sysadmin today? We sysadmined all week. All week long. All week long. There was a, uh, what's known as a hack week, or a, a one-week hack time. The hackathon. It's very well known. They, they actually uh, had a, a fantastic community-related video on the hack. And we are, we, we're actually uh, in running for winning a category. I'm sorry, what? Of helping Microsoft, uh, other Microsoft teams be successful. Oh, we went through and upgraded and maintained and revamped the entire Channel 9 Studio editing machines. Yeah. Uh, we also touched this machine, too, but that wasn't... <laughs> don't blame us on this. <laughs> <laughs> when it worked um, fine two weeks ago and now it's broken? I don't know. It's, the only it's, thing that changed is 
few touchdowns. No, no, that was after, like I said, Brady with his uh, uh-huh. with his on ten stuff was was there too. Um, so that we did that, uh, but more importantly, what we did was we actually they have a challenge of editing 4K video on their editing systems because the files are so large, they have issues with being able to drive. I do that here. <laughs> they have issues <laughs> trying to uh, pull the files from the network NAS that they have uh, to be able to do the editing because of throughput issues. Okay. Um, so did you test the throughput originally? Or so we tested throughput. They were getting anywhere between 800 megs down to 150 megs down to 60 megs back up to 300 megs down to 150. So it's very unreliable. And what's the, what's the backbone? Uh, the backbone is a 10 gig switch uh, <laughs> with 10 gig card. That's, not, that's not 10 giggies. I know, not 10 <laughs> giggies. So... Uh, we actually did some research on it, tried some of those things, and one thing we decided to do is um, we were going to go in and bring in a Windows Server 2019 box as well as an option because their current box is a Linux NAS device. Mm-hmm. However, keep, keep what is the number one thing that we should always do as people at our system ends when we're troubleshooting something? Wait, and I'll give you a hint. It is the first layer of the OSI. Yeah, that would be hardware. <laughs> hardware or physical. Uh, so it turns out that um, 100-foot-long cables that you buy on Amazon for a good price are not exactly good cables. That's not necessarily true. It depends on what you do with said cables. I wonder I wonder if running them through conduit that also has power in it... <laughs> And you might be pulling on it, and yeah. No, actually, so there's a little tiny conduit that uh, goes between the cement divider walls where the servers are and where the studio is, uh, and someone had actually run a power cord through that conduit as well as all the network cables. <laughs> a little bit of uh, radio interference that's there. Wow. And that was one option. Okay. But we fixed that, but then we also strung new cables. And then magically they're getting now reliable network transfers. Uh, so most of the cables were bad. Uh, but then we actually did some cool stuff with doing some uh, next value add stuff. Because the next challenge they had was um, they don't back up any of their files. They're running out of space. They grow about four terabytes a month as far as size is concerned. And their NAS is full. So what we did was we hooked up a server 2019 cluster in a box system uh, with 75 terabytes of space. And we're having them basically try to use that as their primary box, as opposed to the Linux box, in order to uh, see if that gives them, uh, besides equal speed, uh, gives them the ability to now use uh, Azure File Sync, which we set up for them. So now all of their file shares have a one terabyte cloud storage attached um, auto-archiving type feature, where if files have not been touched in a while, uh, they will turn cold and eventually get streamed up into the... Uh, the clouds up inside of Azure File Sync and inside of Azure Files. So they now have basically unlimited space, cloud storage, and they're off and going and running with Server 2019 right now. Okay, so I'm curious about this. You've got more storage, but you're using Azure File Sync. So does that enable you to basically move things into cold storage that frees up what's here locally? Is that, yep. is that how you've done it? So basically, on-prem local file servers, now they're hot cache. Uh, all the files go up and get streamed and get stored uh, inside of Azure. But then files that they're using are files that they uh, have uploaded recently. This is the first-in, first-out concept. Mm-hmm. So the older files will go out first. Uh, the more recently updated files will stay local. By the time they're done editing and processing them in like a week or so, uh, they basically will start to gradually become more and more cold, and then eventually they hit the threshold of the agent, which will go in and start to simply delete the file locally and just use it up there. One thing I didn't know about Azure File Sync, which is actually really cool, uh, is it automatically takes all the files in the protected share and streams them up. But it keeps the ones that are recent down on the main box, so they stay warm or stay hot. Uh, so if your server goes belly up, yeah, all you have to do is... Mount the file share in Azure. Attach it to your machine like you would a regular and server. Then it, and then it just works like the M drive, except the M drive is now up inside of Azure. It's because you can map a SMB share directly in Azure files yeah. from a Windows 10 box. Or a Linux box, as a matter of fact. Well, what happened if there were hot files? But if there were hot files on the machine that had yet synced, they sync automatically. As soon as they appear, they go up. It's only they get removed when they get cold. I didn't know that. I thought, as like you, that it yeah. actually didn't move up till later. 
Sort of like what you would do with a regular 2019 server box that has SSDs and spinning rust drives. You can do a tier on that to keep the hot stuff on the SSD and then the colder stuff on the spinning drives. Back in the day of uh, Windows File Server stuff. But uh, Azure File Sync, very, very cool. We're currently in preview now to be able to use, uh, instead of just simply a five terabyte file store up on Azure, yeah. you can now use a hundred terabyte um, file store up on Azure. Very, very cool. The way it says backed in. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Wired Connect, what is Joey looking at? He's pulling up various different sound control drivers and I'm stuff really like that trying. as we're going. Uh, playing with fire as we well, go. Why not? Why would you? Yeah. We can't get any worse. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> the stream could stop or something like that. That could be worse, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. All right, it's okay. Yeah, so, so far, the reports are that the... The editing server is slower to do the initial copy of files up because the Linux box had a teamed NIC device uh, and uh, has different ways of how the drives attach into the controller. Uh, whereas the server that we're using is using a, because uh, it's a cluster, it's using a shared SAS JBOD of disks. So there is a, um, a hard limit of how much data can, can go between the drives and how fast because of that shared storage JBOD device. So, so let me ask. Let me ask this. Did you? You. So I sat in on on one of your meetings. Mm -hmm. I crashed uh, <laughs> and was listening. There, there, there's a scenario where you've got basically two boxes now for storage, or is there? Have you gone all to the Windows Server box? So we got two boxes for storage, but we're only doing that so that we don't interrupt their editing. So in case this, the Windows box something goes wrong. Uh, or something just as horrible or just not uh, up to their experience, right. they can switch back to the Linux box. Uh, in theory, we were also looking at the idea of why don't you just continue to use Linux box, and then what we'll do is we'll run a schedule job in the Windows box, and then using Robocopy or something like that, pull the files over that are over X number of days over to the Windows box, and then have it go and sync. But uh, we're not there. Come on in. This is uh, Blind, Blind Alfredo. Blonde Alfredo. <laughs> he's, he's, he's now a blind Alfredo shady it's, it's fine to be in the camera shot, man. We're, we're doing all sorts of stuff. We, we call him Blando. There you go. Blonde Alfredo. This is actually part of... Oh, nice. <laughs> you got it. Thanks, man. That's a, that's a paid advertisement from... Blonde Alfredo. Blonde Alfredo. Blonde Alfredo. Would you get the guy's name right? He's not right? blonde. He's not blind either. So, so uh, we're just going to continue to talk, and the audio will gradually get better. I, I, I think hope it will. So. We'll see what happens. We hope so. So, so what did you think of, of uh, sitting in on the stand-up? You sat so, during the stand-up, but, well, you know, I'll get so did everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to stand for stand-ups. Um, no, it was it was really cool. Did you ever did you ever find out was did you get more performance or is it the same performance between Linux and Windows boxes? So we did our final performance test, and the issue we have right now is that the Linux box is using a local RAID controller uh, that has all the drives locally attached. It's not clustered. Yeah. Our controller set up inside the server box is actually a shared device between two servers, uh, which is the, the JBOD device, and it has a hard limit of six uh, six gigs a second. So we could trash it with the network requests, and no matter, we weren't saturating the network, but we were saturating the, the JBOD uh, SAS bus. Yeah. Basically, that was our bottleneck right now. But the editing performance of the box uh, was not affected by this constraint. It's only the initial copy up. So what they do is they record files, they record them locally, they then transfer them from the workstation up to the server, and then they edit them on the server. Uh, whichever server it happens to be. So that initial copy process is currently the slower portion of what their current work stream, but after it's been copied up there, they don't care. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Awesome. So, so it could be a difference of, okay, it's going to take me 12 minutes to copy these files up, or it's going to take me five minutes to copy the files up. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool being in the meeting because just the sheer volume of things that, that you, you were working on um, from... So how long, let, let me ask, because I kind of came in the back end when you finally realized, yep, it's the cable. It was actually <laughs> here for that decision. How long had you been which, working which on the cable? Hack, but, but it was the cables that were running over. That, <laughs> that, like, oh, yep, that's it. It was yeah. the cable. We plugged in this one, and we got, we got 400 giggies. We, we found out pretty quick on day one. Uh, I was not on the cable project. I was on the networking project for... Um, uh, trying to get the ubiquity security device ah. uh, and stuff working. 
correctly and man is correctly documented. Uh, so they initially came up with a cable issue. They're saying it sounds uh, better, so we'll just go ahead and leave everything. Yeah. They're saying it sounds better. So they, they, uh, we did that on Monday, uh, but the longest part actually was Tuesday. And on Tuesday, um, all through our configuration of the cluster in the box, this is, this is actually kind of an interesting topic here. To, we all say that infrastructure people, IT pros that have been in the business working for different companies for a period of time, you amass this kind of tribal knowledge that becomes invaluable about how the systems work. It's just stuff that you've learned yes. along the way. Yeah, you know, it's like stuff you've learned along the way that you just carry with you and say, oh yeah, I remember this, how about that? Um, and then generally, uh, we are encouraging people to share their tribal knowledge so that they don't become the, the, the roadblock of where it all is. <laughs> the, the central don't source. It, don't hold it, hoard it all by yourself. Right. Um, but the, um, what we found out was the, the main people that were tasked with doing the server crew for getting the server up and going, um, we had worked on this. This, this was a, um, a data on. Remember the guys at data? Yeah, 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 of course. Howard we just and, saw and, that. We just saw Henry the data on guys yeah, and Rocky and stuff Not like that. Not too long ago. So they, uh, they, this was one of their older boxes. It's data on nine two two zero cluster in a box, seventy five terabytes of uh, stuff. Um, but it's a shared SAS JBOD. They don't really use the shared SAS JBODs are kind of out of vogue now. They're in yeah, vogue. They're not six as cool as they were six years six ago. Years ago yeah. It was awesome. Uh, but now they move on to other things. And so the issue was we had kind of forgotten how to configure it correctly on Windows Server uh, to get the best performance. Because <laughs> so, it's been a minute since you've you done know, it. So we literally spent almost an entire day of when the machine was reformatted and we're trying to build a cluster. Uh, the 12 drives in the front kept on appearing double because it's multipath. And so multipath. Multipath. Uh, so uh, you would you fix something on one drive, number nine. And then all of a sudden, drive number six on the other server would go wonky for some reason. And then you fix it over there, number six, and then all of a sudden, number 13 is doing something strange on the other one. So it, we were almost about to write it off as like a flaky server that had been just kind of crashed and had some loose cables and crap like that. And then finally, on day two, near the very end, uh, the guy that was working with this was actually the PM of Azure FileSync, uh, Fabian is his name. Um, he said, yeah, you know, well, I also installed Multipath IO, but uh, but I'd never configured it as of yet. I was going to wait till after we got the cluster working. And I'm like, let me just take a look at that configuration screen. I just pull it up on one box, and then the muscle memory kicked in. I'm like, I remember this dialog box. <laughs> and then I click on the second tab, and I'm like, I remember that checkbox. And one Why do I remember checkbox. that checkbox? Yeah, no, you would never think to turn it on, but there's one checkbox that says enable Multipath IO for SAS. And as soon as you turn that on, it says reboot the machine. And he does it on his. We both reboot the boxes. Comes up. It's like Everything's all, good. All drives disappear down to one. They're all beautifully ordered and numbered, and everything's all good. All of a sudden, making the, the cluster at that point was like, boom, done, finished. One lovely checkbox that was lost to the tribal knowledge cloud of Bob. because well yeah because you're, we just don't use you're, it. you're not using it yeah. right you're, it's a it's a it's funny to say, six-year-old technology, yeah. right, in the world where we, yeah, I mean, I used to work in a place that kept servers for 10, yeah. but uh, that's super cool. That's so, awesome. It was a fun time getting our, our hands. But I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed I, listening because there were so many layers of what was happening in, uh, in, the, in the project. And, and I, was, I, will be, I will be honest to say, Mr. Wireless and Mr. Wired Canucks can both confirm this. I was skeptical. <laughs> skeptical it would be as fun as it was. Uh, and as and as as ref, um, I'm not going to say refreshing. What's a better word? It was engaging. Yeah. The learning practice was concerned. It's definitely engaging to go through that again. Uh, and you know, it was my first experience in quite some time in a in a hack that uh, was not developer focused. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, normally most yeah. hacks are all like, how fast can you develop this application that does X, Y, and Z inside of a 24 hour period? Go. Yeah. Go it's like you know. The, the IT role in that is like maybe at the beginning to talk about the architecture right. when they work on stuff and then maybe the IT role at the end to deploy it. Yeah. It's not very fun. And, and how, are you deploy, how are you going to automate it? But, right. now, but now with this, it was almost exclusively stand up, run the same way. I want to shout out both to uh, Wireless Canuck as being the guy that was trying to wrangle all the cats uh, and then all the various different task leaders like uh, you mean, a good you friend. Mean wireless Life. Uh, wireless Life, sorry. Wireless Connect, Wireless Life. Thing did. Wireless. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm calling out uh, the different leads, the different areas. So, excuse me. Um, yeah, uh, he was uh, doing most of the server stuff uh, for the time that he was there, but then also basically filling in wherever there was a gap that needed to be filled. 
Um, a good friend, J Flo, the the stand-in yes. Steve, the sound guy. Yeah, uh, he was uh, taking charge with cabling, man, cable running, and also uh, the Netgear configuration for teaming of the ten giggers, gigabits, uh, the giggies, the giggies. Uh, did some awesome stuff. Fabian, like I said, we had two. We both had Fabian. I forget his last name. Fabian Erst, I think his last name is. Uh, from the uh, file server team yep. uh, doing Azure File Sync. We also had even a drop-in flyby from the good old-fashioned Mr. Ned Pyle. What? He stopped by. The legend. The legend himself on the Ned, last Ned day. Ned Pyle dropping by. Stopped in to see if he could offer any advice about some stuff with regards to this. Did he tell you to turn off SMB1? He verified it. Is that the only thing he did? Is walk in and verify you turned it off? He came up and like, blessed it. Yes, okay, this file server is fine. So he did that. Um, but then, you know, we also wanted this to confirm... This server is Ned Pile approved. And then, then he also wanted to confirm that uh, that uh, we were using the best security options, that sort of stuff. He was not too too happy with how we have some of the, the clients configured to work, but, you know, it's just the constraints that we have for the client request. Um, so that was all fine. Uh, and um, who am I missing? Who else was doing that? Uh, Pierre, Anthony, Fabian, myself. J-Flow. J-Flow. Um, Oren, oh my God, Oren, Oren Thomas, you the other guy. Half the other, your team is here. I basically you're, you're had three pretty, folks on my team yeah. called uh, Cheap Labor. Um, <laughs> so he was here. Uh, he's actually off visiting. Um, I don't know if you remember. Do you ever use ISIS server? Oh yeah, ISA server two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. your firewall type yeah, yeah. device. He's meeting uh, Mr. Schindler. Oh, is today. it me? Yeah, Mr. Schindler. Mr. Schindler wrote the Bible. He wrote the ISA Bible. He was Mr. ISA, ISA server. But he actually runs an Azure security uh, group in the the documentation group and and architecture group. Yeah. So he's he's meeting him today for lunch uh, beforehand. And also uh, he's going to be talking with some of the folks for Azure Security Center stuff uh, in anticipation of this you know, this little thing that we do in Orlando in November time frame. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, 40,000 of our closest friends. Sure. Um, he'll be there. So that'll be kind of fun. Uh, did you shout out the boss? Because without the boss signing off on everything. Me? No. The, the, the boss of, of Oh, the Goldmine. Oh, my gosh. Yes. She was... <laughs> She was she she was the only one during the stand-ups that had her laptop open and was doing email. <laughs> no, that is not true because in the stand-up, that's what you were doing. <laughs> she, well, that was the third stand-up. Um, <laughs> she was uh, she she was obviously um, the stakeholder for making sure that everything was done, agreeing yeah. to the terms and conditions for what we're going to be doing, um, authorizing us to be able to make changes to her environment in the first place. <laughs> um, I don't know why she did that, but uh, it's, well, it's always questionable. That's, and, that's why I kind of dropped in on occasion, just yeah. to kind of do a peek around and go, all right, nothing's exploded, yeah, nothing's I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing if she's here today. She's probably so stressed out from everything that's been going on. So <laughs> she might take the day off. off. Yeah, good call. Good call. Good call. Uh, fantastic work. Uh, well done. Uh, and so are you, are you 100% complete? Have you shipped? Uh, is it done? Is there still some loose ends? <laughs> So we finished according to the rules of the hackathon. Yes. Uh, Nas did a phenomenal job of capturing behind the scenes of us doing all this work uh, to make a video because you have to submit a two and a half minute video yes. just saying proof that you did something. Uh, so we did that and then we found out again that we're in a category of like 127 different projects that yep. well, we potentially could rank on uh, and we have no influence of whether or not we, like, we can't use our social social muscle to be able to say go vote for us right uh but uh we'll find out if we if we make it so we might come in 126 of 127 hey that's one spot <laughs> better than one, by, one yeah, better than last that's we'll all you need. if you're not coming in last year and, and as far as is it finished we're doing user acceptance testing right now with both um um shady no uh, no 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 blind alfredo no blonde alfredo no bland Yep. Bland Alfredo. So Bland Alfredo. It's no wonder our audio doesn't work. And <laughs> he comes in here. He, you know what? On Thursday nights, he comes in purposely and just like probably does stuff with the board. And probably. I'll never figure this one out. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, and then um, you don't know if uh, Caitlin has a has a handle that she uses or not. I just know it's Caitlin. Yeah. So the other amazing editor yes. here at uh, Channel 9 that make us look good, which is not an easy task. 
Um, she was, he was, and, and, um, so, so can I ask bland Alfredo? I already know the answer to Did you document any of this? Yes, we were going I'm along. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> we have a section in a OneNote, and each of us have our own page that we're responsible for. And let me guess yours is like No, mine mostly is full. Um, and, uh, it is a follow up task to turn it into something that can be used, uh, in more detail. Yeah. And we have action and takeaways that we have to finish off. Each of us individually, for all the people that we just thanked, we all have to finish off our documentation. But we, as we were going, we we're doing stuff. Here is notorious for going analog. He just carries along yeah, a pen. He, and paper. he says he says mine is lacking. <laughs> so so he he's carrying along a, a pen and paper. <laughs> so you just have to. What do you do? Just take a snapshot of that. And I scan it in. Don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to work for documentation, Pierre. Before you try to do that, you actually uh, have to document it better. That's that. Fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, looking forward to seeing the end result. And then again, right now, they should end up with a situation where it's as fast as it was before for being able to edit, mm -hmm. but the uh, storage issue will be solved. Uh, so not running out of storage. Not running out of storage. The cabling issue, sort of cabling issue fixed the reliability for 4K editing. Uh, <laughs> I, I am going to let you in a little secret, though. Uh, Nas solved the biggest issue with 4K editing, with buffering issues. Um, apparently, there is a checkbox on the client software. Very similar to how it was. Very similar for the SAS. The, There's yeah. a checkbox you turn on that that changes the Does rendering solution, and all yeah. of a sudden, <laughs> done. So it was kind of a networking thing, but also that checkbox that did it. So I have to give her credit in the, in the hey, light up of the Look, she should be an IT pro now. She absolutely. Checkbox. She should be able to. Yep. Sling cables like the rest of it. Absolutely. Oh, and, and uh, just even today, I saw JFlow had just finished organizing a more cooling effective solution for all the robotic camera controllers. Oh, yeah? So these, these uh, think of it like um, both the size of like a consumer router kind of thing, like yeah. a size box with uh, dedicated DC like power. Router. Yeah. Um, he came up with an idea. This is, again, it's a hack, right? They're all currently jammed inside the top of the server rack uh, where all the heat comes up from. And these things are generate a lot of heat too and they overheat and they shut down and they can't control their cameras. So they can only shoot for so long before they have to let them cool down to be able to use again. That's not, so, that's so, not good. So uh, as, as, um, as, as JFlow was going through there and looking at the uh, devices and cabling for the other stuff, he's like, these things are really hot. I don't know what's going on. So he picks them up, looks at them. Then he notices that they have the standard camera screw in the back of them. For a camera mount. For, for like a camera mount. Like on something. a tripod or something. And he called it like a quarter inch 20 or something like that. I don't know. But chorus quarter inch 20, I think. Quarter inch 20. Uh, I think. Is that, that's the thread count or something like that. So uh, that particular thing, he came up with a solution. He hacked it out. He went to Home Depot. He got a, uh, a length of... Um, of uh, like uh, angle iron, yeah, like, uh, just like uh, almost like strapping, yeah. Uh, and he bent one side of it to make a hook. He taped up the bottom with duck with gaffer tape, <laughs> and then he bought six screws and bolts. Sorry, six bolts with washers. And he basically put the hole, the washer through the hole inside the piece of metal. He then screwed in the camera uh, for the consumer router. So now they're hanging in the open air on the side. Oh, cooling. Nice. And uh, then you just revite all the cables to make it work. It actually almost looks professional. Almost looks But professional. it's still kind of kludgy. Well, it's because still a piece of angle wire with gaffer tape and a hook hanging off the this side of the This is ingenuity. This is IT Pro ingenuity. Got it. That's exactly what it is. Have a problem, fix it. Everything can be solved with a hammer. Uh, I have uh, done a little bit of work lately. We, we had a little, a little show. Oh, yeah? Uh... 10, 15,000 of my closest partner uh, friends came, oh. came to the Las Vegases last uh, So I was in the Las Vegases. The Vegas. I remember. I was there. A little warm. A little, little warm. Just a little. It kind of warm where you walk out of the air conditioning of the casino, and then you all of a sudden feel your eyeballs sweat. I, I thought they just dried up. <laughs> well, because it's like an oven. It's they, oven they, try, it's, they, they yeah. try to sweat. It yeah. comes out just a little bit, and then the sweat goes back in again. <laughs> Uh, it, it was awesome. A uh, chance to meet and talk with a lot of partners and hear some of their cool stories and, and what was happening there. So not nothing quite as cool and sys admin-y or sys admin day-ish mm -hmm. as, as you've done here. Uh, however, uh, I have done 
quite a bit of beer money. Oh, yeah? Um, and Bitten actually just mentions, uh, let's see, beer money, helping mom's boyfriend with putting Windows 10 ISO on a USB stick and DVD RDL list so he could reinstall a laptop he got from his daughter that had crashed. Windows um, 8? Oh, wow. Windows 8, yeah, Windows update crashing his di- battery died in an update, helping grandparents with Windows update problems, and updating a laptop that has not been updated since September 2018 from 10, Windows 10 1803 to 19. What version are we at now? I'm going to send what I, I, have, I don't I don't pay any attention. Are you going to 1903? All right, 1903 is the official. You're going to burr. You're a little bit. You're a little bit behind there, buddy. Am I? Yeah. You are. I still have some canary builds on it. Or, or, or yours is hmm. lying. Hmm. I have no idea. It could be lying. At any rate, 1903. Uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers to Bitten. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, so I had uh, a problem with... Uh, the so my wife runs her business on a Surface, Surface Pro, Surface Pro three, and she has the, the little dot. So it's not it's not the one that you can really, it's it's the version two of the dot, more modern version. And all of a sudden, the keyboard would just like randomly disconnect. Mm-hmm. She would have random monitor disconnected. She's got multiple monitors, uh, and uh, external monitors, and it was just driving her nuts. Over. Apparently, this has been going on for a month, month and a half. She didn't bother to say anything. Right. So, finally got in and, and, and got a look-see at it. So, the first thing I did is I started to run... There's an update for the Surface Dock. Mm-hmm. So, you... And, and you go to the, the IT Pro side of, of, of the download center and you choose this, deployment tools. And So, I ran the updater. And the first time I ran it, it, it got all the way up to 66%. It just... Oh. And I'm like, well, I'll just come back and leave it, you know, make dinner. Come back, come back an hour later. It's still just sitting. It's just so it's definitely stuck. I'm like, hmm, that's yeah. not good. So did did the normal um, IT pro thing and, and did a search. <laughs> uh, and found a couple of posts out there in the community that said, oh, what you have to do is uh, you have to power off not the surface itself and where it connects into the surface, but where the dock connects to the main power. Mm-hmm. So there's that that comes from the power supply yep. into the dock, yeah. into, into the surface dock. So disconnect that, replug it in, it reboots itself, everything is good. We start the installation again. This time it gets stuck at 33%. <laughs> Even less. Better. Um, revisit the, pro- the, the, the process, the entire reboot process, disconnect, reboot the surface, and then start again. Gets up to 66%. What is going on, dude? Have no idea. Did you fix it? Finally? I did. What'd you do? I went to the Microsoft store. <laughs> and you and said, I went, this doesn't update. No worky. This no worky. <laughs> what did they do? Swap it? They did. Oh, okay. Uh, under warranty, but uh, they, they, were, they, they didn't even, they're like, do you know when you bought it? And I'm like, yeah, we bought it probably about nine months ago uh, when my wife started up her business. Uh, well, when we added this component, the first thing she did was order all of her fancy little yeah, yeah. cutters and all that other stuff. But when we finally got to the office situation. Like, I want to use an external monitor and not just look at this. I'm like, oh, we can do that. I have a thing. Um, so big shout out to uh, the fantastic people over at the Microsoft store. Um, I didn't have my badge on. I didn't represent anything. It wasn't until the end that I actually said. But they know you anyway. You no, walk they, in the store, they say, hey, that's, that's, Joe, that's no. Joey Snow. Only when you're with me, because <laughs> apparently, this is a true story, and I found this out in Vegas. I can. I am totally anonymous. If you're not standing, if I'm standing next to you, also all of a sudden eyes. they're like, "Oh!" <laughs> and I'm like, "This is fantastic." And, and you probably and you're anonymous without that. It's the hat. Oh yeah, it's the hat that does it all. It's the hat that does it all. Um. So keep on hitting my feet on this damn. No wonder the audio doesn't work. Thank you. See what that does. Uh. So I. Just big shout out because that was probably one of the best. They didn't. It was, we've, yep, we're, we're aware of this thing. Here, Here's a new one. I got to go see if it's going to um, cause my problems a problem. Yeah. So, so I, I took, I've, it almost sounds like the USB bus kind of resets itself. Or yeah. And then that, that hat's happening in a couple of yeah, my, dun, my dun, 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 dun. You yeah, get that? I do. So that was happening on, the, on my wife's system. Damn it. Uh, I don't know if it's still happening. I don't, I don't believe it is. Um, but what, what um, I did next is after I swapped it out, got home, the new one plugged in, ran the updater, 
it looked like it was going to stick at 66%, and I went and flipped over to another screen to reboot back. It says, it's done. Oh, nice. Please reboot all systems. I went, yay. And ever since then, uh, I have not heard of any. I must, I must download this update. It's down. Yeah, the, the Surface Updater. Uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. And then, um, what, what is your take on the Surface Go? Have you, have you played with a Surface I Go? I have touched a Surface Go less than 30 seconds. Yeah, and that would have been, believe it or not, when we were handing them out to other people. At Ignite, yeah. handing them out to other people, and they were inside of a box. That was yeah. my experience. Yeah. I want to get one as a secondary machine uh, because when we do conferences and stuff like that, I just want something light for my, for my work machine and then have my big machine for when I present. So our good friend Morgan, MSFT. Uh, Is he going to give me a Surface Go? No. Bastard. Can I say we that? We don't do that. Sorry. Yeah. He's, he's, he's heard that before. Damn it. Uh, he had his at the Inspires. Right. And I was jealous. And he, it was Because he had, he had this. No, I think it's his, it may be his personal Go. Yeah. But he's got an AAD joint, as you would. But then, yeah, when it becomes AAD a managed device. device. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, he has this awesome little case that stores power supply and, and everything else, but he had access to the shared Excel file that we were using for all of our exec schedule, um, the ability, if you wanted to type notes or write notes with the pen. And I was just, I was like, wow, this is, it seems like a perfect, at a conference, not having to pack your whole bag around. Yeah. Because after day one, I was done packing Done packing the bag. And I've given up, I've stopped doing the backpack. I'm looking over here at Steve. You, you have a go, I do believe, correct? He says, he says it's good for consumption. But I'm, but I'm curious. I'm not going to be writing any PowerShell scripts. Yeah, I it, could. It could. Yeah, you absolutely could. I, mean, I, I, did, a, I did, did a demo. You could, you could put a terminal up yeah. with a patch and switch background. You got it. I did a demo with um, uh, Scott Manchester and Corey Sanders. Drop those names. Uh, for Tuesdays with Corey. And they were using a Go talking to a uh, 64 gig uh, NVIDIA GPU hosted um, Windows virtual desktop inside of Azure. Uh, and that was beautiful. Needed. Uh, you simply remote into it. Boom, yeah. done. You got it. And it's running on top of the Go. Um, but uh, even just as a regular device, I'm trying. So I'm, I'm thinking conference device. I know. Right? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask my team because I put in for budget this year. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a manager now. <laughs> that still scares me. I put in for second machines for the team because we only have one machine. And it's the first job I've had at Microsoft where you're working as a person that goes and does conferences yeah. and does speak engagements and stuff like that where we only have one box. Normally we have two boxes. One that you can blow up because that happens. And then one because for work. Because of Rick. Uh, so I, I was going to suggest trying a Surface Go to see how that works. As a second device? As a, though, as a really secondary device. Okay. Have this one as the big powerhouse for when you're doing your demos if you yep. need to, but then have the Go. Or even flip it around. Because, I mean, would you be trolled? My demos are basically remote control. So the wireless jumps in and he says, would you run a Go over Are, you, are you complaining that my eyesight is bad and the small screen would make it hard to type or something? Pretty Thank much. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, so the recommendation seems to be in the chat room. If you have the opportunity to go for a pro, go for the pro. And we're mm -hmm. very well versed in the surface yeah. devices. We yeah. Both run them for the little better. But is the screen really that much bigger? You're asking I, the wrong person. I, I think we I need take to do, my glasses off. To we, do this we, show. we need to do. Uh, we need to do some field testing. Patch and switch field testing. Well, I want to try the go. Because you're running the Len uh, Lenovo right now, man. I am the yoga. Yes, a, a very beefed up yoga, nice which job. I absolutely love, and, right. and the fact that it's not black like the normal Lenovo. Yeah, it it doesn't like look a, like I'm running a corp device. Right. It looks like I'm running a, a, a fairly and it, it, this thing, and it's light. And you know what my favorite thing is? It's it's native HDMI. I don't have to pack around. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and I've got it, my my uh, USB C. It's got the USB Cs on it too. If you need it, and that's the the USB Cs is 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 brilliant because I've actually ran into a situation where I left my power supply uh, in the hotel, had my laptop with me, had my battery charger for my phone, and now I am, I swear by the whole USB C to lightning fast rapid yeah, yeah. charger. Oh yeah, I've got that. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually have. My battery, but I happen to have a USB-C cable to plug right oh, into yeah. my charger, and I used my charger to give me a little <laughs> bit of power. Gave you some it was juice. awesome. USB-C is fantastic. Gave me it's juice. kind of standard. 
There you go. There you go. Looking on Amazon now. Hang on. <laughs> um, I just I just thought that it it's it's a form factor and, and I yeah, I could absolutely go back to my pro because it's it's something that I've used before and I actually have a pro, but I, I think the Go would be fantastic for a, for a conference device, right? Where we're just, we're looking at Excel schedules, we're looking to see where we are with meetings, we're taking some notes in OneNote, we might be uh, doodling, drawing, you know, square boxes of, yeah, exactly. $19. $19, nice. Yeah. Um, it's because, I don't know. It's because Cortana heard me, or Amazon, uh, Alexa heard me on the, on the, Alexa heard me on this machine. Everybody in the and then they jacked the prices up because they went to go look at it. The, well, Alexa probably can't hear anything because of the audio. So, <laughs> very true. Anyway, Alexa. Um, so I, that's what I was thinking of doing. Nice. I was thinking about going with the Go. Yeah, I, I think we need some field testing. Yeah, we need to, you know what? We should talk to Jeremy Chapman. He yeah. seems to always have. Surface Go devices to give away to people. Well, he's not going to give one to no, us. We can pretend that we are an audience member and just be in the audience. So, pro tip: Jeremy's known us for about ten years. Probably not going to work. I could put a mustache on. <laughs> I'll put a mustache on the hat. <laughs> it will never be recognized. Or I'll swap it out for my weekend hat that I use when I'm in the garage, which is actually a ball cap. No one suspects the ball cap. The minute you nobody expects the minute you apologize, he will know it. It's you. <laughs> Sorry, whatever service go. Sorry, I just didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> I just got the. I have anybody else have the visual of the mustache on that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it'd be one of those wax mustaches with the big curls on it. <laughs> we can do this. Oh god, we can do this. Um. Yeah, I don't even know. What Hey, how about how how about uh, random spending? Random spending. Because last the, we did the show a fortnight ago with yeah. with our, uh, our our good buddy up there from the Run As Radio, Mister Rich Rich Campbell. Uh, by the way, his latest Run As Radio quite good. Uh, recommend, uh, oh, with um, Heidi. Yeah, uh, 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 so H. Yeah, but but around She's the, the Windows Admin Center. That's exactly awesome. Right. Yeah, awesome PM. Oh, and by the way, speaking of Windows Admin Center. Uh, if you look at my Twitter, and, and I'll go ahead and have Patch and Switch tweet, uh, retweet out as well, um, our, our good friend Windows Server guy is asking for some feedback on Admin Center as it relates to um, Active Directory. Yeah. Good old uh, duck. Yep. So we'll go ahead and... Uh, tweets. Yes. Please uh, t check our tweets and, and click the link and, and give, us, give, us give, us, give us feedback because uh, they want to make some improvements. At any rate, so when we were, when we were speaking, we didn't really get a chance to talk about random spending. I have you been random spending. Well, I mean, I'm going. I was looking at it because that's why I was asking about service code. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't been doing too much random spending recently. I've been I've been random spent out. Yeah. Um, You've the, been banned. I've been banned. Uh, the last thing that I did, it's really been. Uh, I bought a on sale from Home Depot uh, rack overhead rack storage for my garage yeah and i'm going to preface this by saying i'm sorry but you're going to have to watch out walking through the garage because i've said something it's not in the brewery no, area it's it's walking from the house into the brewery area <clears throat> it, you could hit the your your yeah. right smack in the middle of the noggin uh, i i put it up as high as i could to make it so that it didn't bother me and and most regular sized people uh, but for those taller ones um, I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna buy a pool noodle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut up a pool noodle. Yeah, good put call. around the edge. Good call. Uh, and then put it with yellow and black Rick tape. Yeah, tape. Yeah, Rick tape. tape. Uh, to make it so you can see it. Uh, Pierre says Joey's gonna kill himself in the garage. Yeah. Uh, Bitten says spent on a Cody case for the new Raspberry Pi four today. Uh, case gonna that's gonna be out in August. I have not tried out the Raspberry Pi four yet. I so I'm on the old Legacy three. Yeah. For a couple of my Pi devices. Uh, I haven't ran and spent either. 
but I am looking at it. This is a pretty, pretty sad story right now, man. But we haven't been. Well, you know, it's see, summer. It's hard. So if you're if you're familiar with the the um, the timeline of the life of a Microsoft employee, if things get thin right now. Things get very thin because you find out in a couple of weeks when your bonus is coming. That's right. You know when it's coming. You don't. You figure out what it is. Yes. And so you pre-spend in your head. Yes. And you have a list, and you wait till you get your bonus announcements. And then the cash is in the bank on September the 15th. And then you start... You, and then... You, then well, that's when the, the, the floodgates are unleashed. And that's when the economy of Bellevue and Redmond go up by 6%. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the Microsoft is spending money. Uh, that's when you also see a lot of new cars hit the streets, too. Uh, I find people buy new cars. I actually have found that new cars are already hitting the street. Wow. In it, advance. People are being um, optimistic. I mean, yeah. we had some pretty good uh, yeah, well, financials yeah, yeah. that we just reported there. Um, uh, Patrick says, started making my own tonic for gin and tonics. So, okay. I don't know. I'm not aware of this. You just piqued his interest. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I drink vodka tonic. I I learned one trick. I I wasn't ready as well. Quinine? Quinine? What do they call that? The the chemical that that makes the tonic turn turn green? Well, it blue. It's bluish, right? Yeah. If you were to look at it under black light, but that's kind of what the I think that's what makes tonic tonic. A rather um, I want to know how it's made. A rather happy, I will say, a rather happy participant in the uh, in the concert that took place at the Reddies. I went yeah. on a bus to go to the event. Yeah, she was explaining how you can take a really uh, cheap uh, Pinot Grigio, put it inside a soda stream. And then inject it to make it bubbly. <laughs> you let it sit for five minutes after it's bubbly, and then you basically got yourself a really cheap champagne, which works really well apparently. Sparkling so now, wine. Uh, uh, sparkling wine. You can't so, call it. Champagne. Can't call it champagne. Sorry. Listen. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I want to buy a soda stream just to try this out now. Never even thought of putting an alcoholic drink inside of a soda stream. No. Hilarious. No. <laughs> No. So, beer money, beer talk. I just want to say that um, I had a little bit of a mishap in the brewery. <laughs> so, I, how I, many I, people listening are surprised by that statement? So, I, I have uh, I have ten gallons of uh, a Manny's Pale Ale clone. Yes. Uh, I I've been the, looking forward to drinking. I, I dump the yeast, and yeah. then I now dump the second yeast trub that was there to go in the secondary. I needed to dry hop it. And so I look through the freezer of hops, and I find uh, one and three-quarter ounce of um, hops that I need to use, uh, Cascade hops. Uh, half it's in pellet form, and half of it is in leaf form. So it's like two mixture types. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, make this work, like the old days. Because, so you know, I just opened it up, opened up the top of the ginormous fermenter. I sprinkled in the, uh, the, 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 the pellet hops. And then I close it up, and then I open up the bag, and I'm looking around for something I can put the, the leaf hops in. Can't find any. I'm like, ah, screw it. I just open it up, and I dump in the leaf bag. So they're in a compressed form. Uh-huh. And then when you open them up to air, they kind of puff up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have like three inches of hops on top of the beer. It's not touching any of the beer, so it's not doing what it's supposed to do. So I sterilize a spoon. And I sit there and I basically just kind of pump it down and push it down and mix it up and uh-huh. push it down and keep uh-huh. on doing that. I do that for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and it was like it was like sucking all the beer into the uh, into the hops leaves. Uh huh. So it's working now. Yeah. Put the lid back on it. See what happens in a month. I mean, I mean, I mean a week. Do you week. know what's going to happen is that you now can no longer dump off from the bottom valve, right? I think we'll be fine. You now know that you're not. You now I'll be able to do a trub dump. No, you won't. Yeah, well, the leaves are going to completely jam <laughs> up the output. I don't. I don't think so. No, they totally will. Because guess what? So. They expand. Yeah. Uh huh. But they're floaty. They're not sinky. They float on top. Right now, you think they're going to sink? Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> crap. Well, what are they doing in the brewery? They don't have like a little hot bag that they put completely 17 new. pounds of hop. Completely new. Damn it. <laughs> They also have bigger valve outputs than we have. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I I, <laughs> I got to brew some more beer, apparently. Apparently. Uh, I actually went on a, on, on, on a whiskey tasting. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, had, there was a whole bunch of myth. 
busting kind of taking place. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you mentioned is... It's flammable, watch out. Yes, it is. Making sure. Uh, that um, once you distill something beyond three times, after the third distillation. I also learned that you can take a bad vodka or a not-so-good vodka, say, like, something that's served in a plastic bottle with the easy grip handle, just to, like, smear it off. Well, no, it's worse than that. We're talking, like, Potter's easy grip, right? <laughs> You've never heard of that. Oh, so go to the, yeah, it's on the bottom shelf. <laughs> Potter's easy grip. That uh, apparently, if you take that with your good old run-of-the-mill Brita filter at home, and you run it through one or two times, it can actually make it very drinkable. Oh. The more you know. Charcoal. That's exactly right. We could probably put it through our the water same, filtration system. The same can also be told. I wouldn't do that because it would be stuck inside the filter yeah, yeah, exactly. and it would kill my fish the next time I do a aquarium probably. water. Probably. If it's probably. <laughs> They're all swimming upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you can see me over there. Follow, follow, your, follow the pen with your eyes. Don't move your head. The fish are like... <laughs> the six line Rass is just in the corner with his head against the wall. <laughs> the tank is spinning. <laughs> uh, we are gathering three work safe words for those of you following along at home who have actually tolerated the show. <laughs> Apart from the six people from your team who are in the other room I know, watching that's, the program, it's called boosting your numbers. It's yeah. sandbagging. I, I will say, uh, we have created a new YouTube channel called IT Ops Talk. It has 560 oh. subscribers on it right oh. now. Uh, and I'm thinking about moving a copy of the show over to there. Uh, for why, would you sub why would you subject them to that? Just in case people, <laughs> in case people for some reason wanted to watch it. Or like, you know, our good friend Bitten that uh, doesn't watch us live normally. Yeah, in case he wants to catch up on old shows. She, but yeah. Uh and Lily Bitten, uh Bland Alfredo, Buckeye Guy, J Flow, Commander Root, uh Cycle Motion, Fair Brick, Foul Temper, PDX, Janescu, Kowski, Works, uh Miss Flux, oh my goodness, Mr. Mosby, uh, Patrick Whiteberg, uh, the shadiest of pandas and the panda in the shade, BNK. That sounds like a G. I was thought he's meant Shady Panda. <laughs> shady Panda Gin. Oh, no, you know what? DNK Gin with Shady Panda Tonic. Oh. Made by Patrick Lynn. Yeah, that could work. That could work. Virgo Pros. Virgo Pros Visio MVP, the wired and wireless uh, life of the CDN variety. Uh, all tuned into the program today, so thank you very, very much. Um, we're going to be back in a fortnight's time, allegedly. With no errors on audio. Well, because we're going to rip this freaking thing apart. Probably. But you might be on your own. Okay. I'm we'll taking see. a little holiday. Okay. I'm going to go you out. Holiday? I take vacation, yes. Do I have to fly for that? Okay. We'll have a chat after. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for tuning in and dealing with the audio problems. We'll be back in a fortnight's time. Until then, have a weekend, everybody.